The following episode is brought to you by Cineo Lighting, the highest quality LED lighting systems available for motion picture, television, and photography industries. Find out more at CineoLighting.com. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Internet? It's Brandon. And it's Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. No, we're not drinking we're not. bourbon. Actually, uh, we're drinking water. And, and coffee. And coffee. We are- This is detox day. We are detoxing. We are trying to recover. We just wrapped on a three-day shoot. A commercial project. Uh, and we did splits. So we started yeah. like at four. We wrapped at like two- It's in like the, 4 p.m. to 2 a.m., basically. The, two in the morning. So- yeah. Although uh, they were still full mm. days, um, it was still long because we didn't sleep all day, and then we went yeah. to work. Yep. So while everyone else was coming home, a little different of schedule. We were heading <laughs> to the set. It was so, great though. Like yeah, man. Feels, well, che- we didn't cheers good, though. Yeah. We at least cheers. cheers the coffee and water. This is, cheers. It's a nice, nice water I got here. Mm. It's Buffalo Trace coffee. So. So yeah, so uh, urban coffee here. For those of you who follow the show and have uh, listened along our journey, uh, we've mm-hmm. been talking about a project that we uh, had coming up with a university. So um, it's totally cool for us to talk about it. It happens to be the University of Cincinnati, our own home city here, and it's been really great. Uh, we've been working alongside uh, an agency, LPK, here, here in town, mm-hmm. who is also helping to guide the brand for UC. And the clients have just been amazing. So the best. Yeah, it's been great. So they allowed you a lot of flexibility to kind of guide, you know, yeah, the, the, the story. So today we're just going to talk a little bit about this project. I know uh, you guys like to hear things and, and break down how, how we've done it. And um, so we're just going to do that for you guys and hopefully you enjoy. So mm. uh, first things first, uh, this was a, a kind of a collaborative pitch. So Adam and, and our friends here over at Sound Images um, went in with the pitch along with us uh, to pitch original music. And our friends over at Neltner Small Batch, Keith Neltner, uh, was part of the ideation process. He's got a farm uh, studio and some farmland, and that's where we all kind of uh, went away to, to have a retreat and do some ideation. So from the get-go, this thing was just you know A players all the way through. Um, so we met initially with the client. And basically pitched them on our capabilities, that we had a really strong team, and uh, we are thankful that they selected us. And at that point, uh, How many, stop there for a second, how yeah. many, uh, you know, in a situation like that, Yeah. how many people do you think were up for the job and I think vying for? I think I know for sure there was three, I think four yeah. production companies um, that were invited to the table. Nice. And everybody, there was a, the way it worked. So if you're not familiar with this sort of process, there was an RFP process. Um, everybody submitted their written response. And that goes out to everyone, what, in the city? Yeah, and that was probably a larger pool, probably yeah. maybe 10, pe- 10 companies or, or 7 to 10 companies. And from those written responses, they s- pared it down and got to like you know three or four who they, f- they liked and wanted to see present in person. Mm. So we made that round. We went in. Uh, me and Jack here from Sound Images went in. We pitched sort of our capabilities, who we are, and our point of view, um, along with the other companies. Uh-huh. Um, and then we we waited. And uh, I got a phone call, and they said, "Hey, we really liked you know your all's point of view. 
and we'd like to work with you. And so we were super stoked at that point. Nice. Um, so we built a great team. We had Sarah Hine was the producer. We've had her on the show before. She's been on the show. She's amazing. Um, we had, like I said, Neltner Small Batch for ideation, and we had sound images, original score sound mixing um, along the way, as well as the ideation process. There. Uh-huh. And then, of course, you, my friend, yeah. you, my friend, uh, were available. You mentioned it thankfully. A, a while back. Got me excited. And got you on the team, and then you brought in sort of your A-team um, mm. as far as crew, which we can talk about later. Yeah, we'll, but we'll uh, get there. We'll get there. basically, you know, we we sat down, we we went to the farm, and we really thought about the messaging and what they were trying to say, and they were really trying to convey this idea of experiential learning, um, where it's all about being out of the classroom, mm-hmm. it's about being hands on, and so we came up with some ideas um, and brought in Danny Dufford to draw some boards. It's turned out great. And really, we were we were focusing on individuals, and there's a lot of tight shots of eyes and experiential mm-hmm. shots. There's some fireworks. There's, you know, sort of craft, handcrafted uh, things that students in, in industrial design programs are doing. Like, there's a shot with a model car, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Architecture, um, buildings. And so we, we went to them with the with the pitch and gave them some references, and, and we got alignment. Everybody said, yeah, we like it. Let's do it. And from there, we moved in. Sarah, uh, along with the team at UC, set up the casting. And the cool part about this mm-hmm. is um, it's all original. Uh, it's all UC students, UC professors. And even the music is going to have a choir from yeah. U- UC. Every every piece of it is somehow tied back to the university. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're real excited that it's authentic and it really it has a soul to it that I think uh, comes along when you, when you use real people versus uh, talent, you know? Mm-hmm. So... So that was uh, great. The casting process went really well. We we pulled a lot of things together in a short amount of time, and to be honest, this is maybe one of the best shoots I've ever done because everything went according to plan. Right? I mean, how'd you feel? Uh, it was yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it's it's easily one of the best things that I've I've ever done that we've ever done. Yeah, and I think the pre production part of that was critical. The boards. I mean, we stuck. To, we basically shot the boards. You know, yeah, when exactly. we were on set and we're like, how should we look about lining this up? What's the angle? What's the framing? And we just always reverted back. Hey, pull out the boards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks just like it. Shoot that. Exactly. You know, and I think that's, you know, you always say that on the show, pre-production's everything. And when you do the hard work in pre-pro, yeah. it just comes off really smooth. I mean, before we even got on set to shoot, we visited the locations twice before. Right. You know, we had a, a an initial location scout and then a tech scout. Yeah. With uh, with our my gaffer, you know, figure out how to how to actually do it. Yeah, and not only that, you you took once we knew where we were heading, you went up to camera department and did some camera tests. So talk a little bit about yeah. why you decided on the camera you decided on and the lenses you decided on. What was your process? Because I know you tried out a couple different uh, uh-huh. cameras and lenses. So well, when you came to me, the initial idea was so it's a college spot, but your first, basically first words out of your mouth were, I want this to be completely different than anything that's going to come before or after it in terms of college spots. Yeah, we didn't really want foam fingers and face paint. And, and, and stadiums and football. You know, and, yeah. Touchdowns and slam dunks. Which is what everyone's going to have. Or shots of, you know, with a laptop in a library at night. Sure. Everyone has that. So when you said visually I want it to be completely different and we're going for a, you know, kind of cinematic storytelling film-like aesthetic my mind immediately went to anamorphic lenses (laughs) 
Immediately. Yeah. Because I was like, Which, wow. if you listen to a couple episodes ago, we talked about Alex's late night call to me where yeah. we debated anamorphics. So you can always re- refer to that. But So, yeah. So you were looking into that. So you go to camera department. And what, were, yeah. what did you tell them you wanted to see? Or you, you spent a day where you were kind of like prepping, yeah. A-being. What would you look at? Well, when, I, when we decided we were going to shoot on anamorphics, that was what I was going to pitch to you. There were only two cameras realistically at at camera department here in Cincinnati that would allow that. Mm-hmm. You have to have a you know a four three capable sensor in right. order to stretch it out. You can't throw it on a seventy. No, otherwise it'll end up with a crate. Well, you can, but it'll <laughs> the aspect ratio will be like four to one or six sure. to one or you know whatever sure. some crazy aspect ratio. So the two cameras they had were the Alexa Mini. Or the Alexa XT, but one of the Alexas with a 4 by 3 sensor or the uh, Red, the Red Dragon. Gotcha. So I went there, and I took their brand new set of Cook anamorphic lenses, threw them up on both cameras to see, you know, how each sensor and camera handled handled the, the lens. Right. Put all that together. I've tested, you know, 32, 40, 50, 75, and 100 mil with uh, diopters as well to, you know, get a better close focus. Threw that all into like a 37-minute <laughs> test on Vimeo <laughs> and uh, sent it your way. Yeah. You should probably release that. I might. Let people see. I might. So what? what why did you ultimately decide to go with uh, Alexa Mini? What, what was it you liked better? What was the profile? What were the stuff that, the aesthetics that yeah. you really liked about it? Camera first, lens a second. Sure. So the Alexa, uh, I just think handles highlights better. It handles color rendition better. The Alexa Mini is way lighter than any of the other cameras out there. Yeah, it was tiny. I was surprised it's, when I got on set. I was like, "Wow, this dude, thing is like a. It's like a little. It's just a little box, like a little toast. It's like, it's like a little toaster. Four or five pounds, and the lens is like eight pounds. <laughs> yeah, the lens is like twice as big as the camera. It yeah. was like a toaster. Yeah, but it's great. I mean, the, and then the post workflow was even just getting the footage all into the timeline to put the test together. The Alexa was so much more simple. Yeah, I mean, it worked. Re- I mean, yeah. I threw it into Premiere. You've already got a rough cut. Yeah, I threw it into yeah. Premiere. There's a preset in Premiere for Aerie, yeah. and I that was my starting sequence. And then yeah. you right click, you go to uh, interpret footage. You click, anamorphic. You click from uh, modify it from square pixels to anamorphic. And voila, mm-hmm. it plays back just fine. Easy. Yeah, versus, so it's, we shot 2.8K, 4x3, on the Alexa Mini. With anamorphic lenses. With anamorphic lenses. So it's a two-time squeeze, yeah. and it comes out to a 2.7 to 1 aspect ratio. So you get to crop a little bit off the sides. Was there, was there a, get any, was it more, expen- is it more expensive to, sh- to shoot on the, the, the Mini versus the, the red was it? No, they're similar. Yeah, yeah, they're similar. the The red, you know, maybe is a little cheaper, but then there are a few extra accessories and stuff you you know we would have needed. Right. Um, so it just made more sense to go with the mini. Plus, I like you know it all comes down to image and aesthetic, and mm-hmm. I, I just liked the uh, Alexa image better. Well, I think simple as that. You know, I've I've usually am more agnostic with camera formats, but I feel like everything I've seen in red, and obviously talking to you. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just trying to emulate the Airy. Yeah. So why not just use it? Sony even came, <laughs> they even came out with a not bashing Sony. You know they're all great cameras for different uses, but Sony's new LUT that they have in their F55. And yeah. It's meant to mimic the yeah. soft colors and highlight roll off of the Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was great. I mean, I, it 
you guys got everything up and running fairly quickly, and yeah. it, it flowed really well. Well, so, that all came down to the crew. Yeah. I mean, we had the best of the best. Uh, our AC, Amy Faust here <laughs> in Cincinnati, it was phenomenal. Yeah, she is like, yeah. uh, she's like one with the follow focus. She's like, oh my it's God. like her little friend. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was never any issue. It's like, oh, well, we want to. We're gonna dolly in over his shoulder, but we want to start yeah. focus on his. We head, never had rack to, to the bell yeah. of the trumpet. We never yeah. had to do a retake because of focus. No, never. It was all performance yeah. or lighting adjustments yeah. or whatever. But so, as far me. as the anamorphics, though, because we did have that conversation, but let's just be yeah. clear: there was either between the anamorphic lenses or the spherical. Yes, and lenses, cropping primes. Well, because we initially determined that we wanted the widescreen, the two right. two three nine aspect ratio. We wanted that widescreen crop. So if you shoot on spherical on the Alexa, you have to crop the image, like cut off the top and the bottom and put black bars in order to get that look. Mm-hmm. With anamorphic, it comes that way out of the box. Right. You're squeezing twice yeah. the horizontal resolution yes. onto the sensor. So when you unsqueeze it, you already have a right. widescreen image. And yeah, I think in the last conversation we had on this, we, we yeah. were talking about, you know, some of things that happen with light renditions, and, yeah. The, and the we got out of our focus here, we yeah. got our uh, we got our money's worth with the uh, anamorphic lenses because in the trumpet scene, yeah, there's a, a shot where a guy's playing trumpet in a music hall, CCM, uh, Cincinnati Conservatory of Music. There's lights in the background. He's sort of rehearsing his big moment, and there's a nice little lens flare, and it's not <laughs> circular. It's, it's oval. It's oval, my friend. It is very And those of you out oval. there who know the difference will be like, oh, they shot that on anamorphic lenses. Yeah. Well, and and everyone the, else is going to be like, oh, the opening looks shot. the same as everything else. The opening <laughs> shot, man. Oh, yeah. You can tell all yes. the out-of-focus elements in the background. Sure. So let's let's talk about that. That was one of the hardest shots. So, so We had issues with that. So the opening shot is a telescope. It's a young lady, sort of a new girl, nerdy sort of girl. Uh-huh. Um, looking through a telescope and we start at the end of the telescope on sort of the end the front end the yeah. front end the, the front lens element. and we dolly towards her face towards her down the telescope revealing her sort of looking to the cosmos yeah tricky and it got tricky because the camera was hitting the telescope well the map box we had to find the, the right yeah. angle yeah and and i initially in the boards wanted the lens to be really big on the end of the telescope, but the telescope yep. was smaller than what the boards were drawn. Yes, and so we initially started off with a with a much tighter lens. Yeah, we initially started out on a hundred mil lens with a diopter, right, to bring the focus like super close. Yeah, but that posed issues because you can only focus so far away. Right. So everything else in the background was so distorted that it became yeah. unpleasant. And so I as we pushed, we couldn't right. physically rack to her face. And so I think this was too far away. This for me was a learning moment where, you know, if you know, you guys listening out there, if you're, you know, working on projects, you might have an idea in your head that's on the board, but when you actually try to do it, it might not work and you have to be willing to pivot. You have to be willing to say, okay, well, what's a better solution and trust your team to make that happen. And you guys, so the solution was to not go as tight. Right. Well, cause initially, like you said, you wanted the, the front element of the telescope to be big and prominent in the frame. Couldn't do it. Right. So the solution was to go to a 75 mil lens, a wider lens, remove the diopter and then do a full push and rack to right. her face. And and by doing that, we got a lot more of the background and it played yeah. a lot better. You can tell where she's at and yeah. 
So it worked out good though. Yeah. You know, or well, I should say. So it was it a lot of fun, man. I, uh, I mean, did you have any, any, what was, uh, I guess, what was your favorite part or scene or highlight or setup? I mean, la- I, yeah, last night. So we literally just, <laughs> we wrapped this thing last night. Last night, we ended the shoot, a three-day shoot, in a garage, a workshop in Covington, Kentucky, Grainwell. They yeah. Made our sign. Grainwell.com. They, they're, they're cool yeah, kids. They made our beautiful filmmakers drinking bourbon wood barrel sign here. Um, it, we were in a shop. We were in their shop. We had, you know, glass block windows behind our subject. She had a, she had pink streaks in her hair. She had a model car that she had built, like a supercar, concept mm-hmm. car. On a pallet of wood. Yeah, there's pictures of it. Frame. If you go to our Instagram, FTB Podcast on Instagram, you'll yeah. see this crazy futuristic car. It's pretty rad. It's awesome. Um, and then we had, yeah, I'd, we had positioned lights outside the windows, yeah. kind of a low sun look. And then we wanted to, we wanted some some particles, so we, uh, we yeah. took some fine dust, sawdust, and got it on the car strategically. And we were making the scene look like she just finished her product, and she was using the compressed air to sort of like blow off the last dust because she was finished with her final project uh-huh. and it looks awesome it's, it's great just we you really know, cool we had placed work lights in the back of the shot uh flaring the lens so when the dust particles fly up in the air they're all mm-hmm. backlit and it's great yeah that, i think fun. that was my favorite i um i'll tell you the most challenging shot was yeah. shooting in the hospital at the, in the operating room just logistically i mean a, it's hard to get in a hospital. Yeah. So we were able to do that because of our, our team at UC. Security and, UC, and sanitation yeah, concerns. UC Medical, they were able to to line it up. So, But we had to do it late because people's lives were on the line and they had to be operated on. Yeah. So after hours, we were able to get in. But to get to the operating room that we wanted with the viewing window was like so far away. Like so many hallways, so many turns, mm-hmm. elevators. Just to get the gear there took forever. I, yeah, you guys went up just a little bit ahead of me, and I actually got locked in the lobby uh, for a good 25, 30 minutes yeah. with our uh, data wrangler. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but, but everybody who was there had to get in full scrubs. Yeah. Full scrub hair nets, beer nets, the whole deal. Because we're going in. back into a, a, a sanitary, yeah, clean, it was a sterile corridor. Clean room, sterile. Yeah. Yeah. But the shot we wanted was a, a young student, med student looking in to a surgery room as a procedure's happening. But the kicker was I wanted to catch his reflection in the uh-huh. window. So we see him from behind his head. We know he's in this observatory room, but in his reflection we see his face, which I thought was really cool, but I was a little worried that you guys are going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. Because I figured I, we I might we might like see the camera. Yeah. And I didn't know until we got there, until we started talking it through and everything, I, did, I, I didn't really know how we were going to do it. Yeah. But we but, came up with a great solution. Yeah, the the, uh, the 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 crew was great. The, oh, yeah. Those guys were just like, oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna drop yep. this, we're gonna fly this, and next uh-huh. thing you know, it was it was up, and I was and like, was a wow. Shot. We dolly over, we catch the kid kid's shoulder, yeah. reflection in the window. It's great. So that was fun. It was stress, it. stressful, but it was definitely a, a cool scene. Yeah. Uh, what else? <laughs> we're tired. I mean, there's just so we're much. exhausted. So the trumpet shot. I mean, that's just going back to that. That that was so. Mm-hmm. And I wish, like, I wish the video was out now so you could could follow along. I know. We might have to do another, you know, just a little recap once the actual project comes out. But it was fun. It was all great. We had, it was perfectly scheduled. Sarah did a great job of scheduling that we had enough time for each setup Mm -hmm. to really finesse the lighting. Talk a little more because people might be wondering, like, what was our full sort of gear setup? Okay, so... 
So you guys might be listening, like, okay, you know, what are you guys running with here? So let's just let's talk logistically. So what yeah. was our what was our grip package? We had like a three a three ton three ton package. So we had, I mean, it was you know three ton package. It's got every stand and you know. Well, let's. I mean, let, whatever you, you want. You go. So we had it was me, you, Sarah. Yes. We had a key grip, a gaffer, uh, another grip electric swing. AC. AC. AD. Data, AD, hair makeup. Yep. And PAs. PAs. Yeah. PAs. And then talent. So we were we were adequate. We, we weren't were heavy. We weren't we weren't over the top with crew. It wasn't a lot. I mean we had three on grip and electric, yeah. one on camera, and then one on data. Yeah. For actual crew. So, you know, there if we had more equipment, it's not necessarily true that we could have used it because we only right. had so many guys. Right. And vice versa. We you know, we only have so many guys or only have so much equipment, so we only need so many guys. Yeah. So it's finding that right balance and what works with the budget, what works with the schedule, and what do you even need? Right. So we had three ton truck. We got three our. Ton we truck. got a healthy crew. Healthy crew, good size crew. And we had, what um, was what was a light setup? What kind of lights were most of, most setups were using similar? Yeah. Our, similar lighting. What were you? Let's well, talk had, through one. I'll of just them. tell you what our lights were. We had an Airy M18. We had two 800 Jokers, a 400 Joker. Two four foot four bank kinos, two four bank two foot kinos, and an airy package with a six fifty, two three hundreds, and a one fifty, and then four park hands. And that's it. Nice. I thought we had it for now. Was that in the airy airy kit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to. Flex, Throw out the word flex, for now. Flex a little bit of my uh, yeah. electric knowledge. There you go. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we had enough. Yeah, so we had enough to play with. Yeah, so we rigged the – what I loved about the trumpet shot was mm-hmm. we actually did a lot in that theater. Yeah. I mean, we rigged up park hands on, on the, the balcony. balcony to shoot back towards him and into the lens, flare the lens. They look like stage lights. Well, not only, that, stage lights. Not only that, but we – so we use light. We use whatever lights were available in every scenario yeah. slash room. And augmented and then built around them, or decided to kill them. Yeah, yeah. And it worked out good. It's a good strategy. Use what you have. It was it was great. So uh, talk about the uh, one of the coolest setups, which I think from the grip side was interesting. Mm-hmm. Was our first day we shot in. Nippert Stadium, mm-hmm. and we had to have a girl running up the steps in a stadium. And you wanted well, to as track you, with her. As you, yeah. <laughs> and so I wanted to track with her, and I wanted it to be a truck truck dolly, you know, right to left as she's going up. And she's going up steps, so there's a gradient. Like, there's a, like, we're going yeah. at an angle. It's like 30 degrees, probably. And we yeah. had, a, I think, a, like a 20-foot run yep. of speed rail. Speed rail. So talk through that. How did you guys get to the solution you got to? Because, I mean, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, we had at our disposal, we had my Dana Dolly, um, which is a flexible system. You can use any length of speed rail you want. It's got two end brackets that you, you know, with a junior pin on it uh, that you put in a stand. And then a, a, you know, fabricated steel plate with skateboard wheels on it that rides on top. So my initial idea was to attach the Dana Dolly with 20-foot speed rail to the stadium steps and then pull it pull it up with a rope. And I thought we'd need some brackets to secure the dolly. Right. And so we brought in Scott Poston, our key grip, wealth of knowledge and rigging awesome. and light control. Um, 
Yeah, and he actually built the dolly the day before in Midwest's um, warehouse space. Yeah, and, he, and it was a it was a dual pulley system. There were two pulleys. Yeah, two, one at the top, one at the bottom. Two points of pulley. Uh huh. And we, rope. And we he has secured the rope to the base of the dolly through right. through one of the the holes in it. And the issue was that it was so top <laughs> heavy. <laughs> that it, it wanted to fall over every time we. Good thing that it. Ben and Mal from Cameron Department were not on set. No, I mean we were to, safe, to but see. it was <laughs> scary. Um, Their beautiful camera, so hanging from a rope. What we had to do <laughs> was find a point that we could tie to more in the center of the mass. Yeah. So we're not pulling from the bottom. We're not pulling from the top. And so we tied it around the just under where the camera attaches to the O'Connor head. Yeah. And it was perfect. It worked out great. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we had the the other issue since you're going uphill on a grade, on like a 30 degree grade. With steps. With steps. <laughs> but if you were just to mount the camera to the tripod and point it at the subject, it would be a Dutch angle. Right. It'd be tilted. So we had this thing called a tango head that camera department supplied that allows you to swing. Yeah. Up to 45 degrees. And so we matched the, you know, we put a bubble level on the camera, swung it out, got it level, and just pulled the rope. And it's awesome. The shot turned <laughs> out great. And, and Shot it at 48 uh, frames. Yeah, and, pulled the rope. We had some people spotting it in case yeah. something went bad, and it yeah. was awesome. Turned out fantastic. Yeah. It was fun, man. We, we had a lot of really interesting setups and a lot of challenging yeah. things. You know, every day had a, its own little challenge. It was pretty cool. Uh, we have, yeah. So we started with that day one. Yeah. Dollying up the steps. And we ended that night faking fireworks as yep. kids laid underneath the lens. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Get an overhead shot. And then day two was the hospital, which had its own, you know, issues. Oh uh, yeah. And then an elevator. That was that was actually challenging. We had to brushed metal elevator. Well, we had to stop the elevator. We had to like Yeah. We, we actually replace the lights. Yeah. So if you if when you see it in the spot, you're just gonna be like, Oh yeah, whatever. They just threw up a camera and shot it. That, to me, is what it looks like, which yeah. is a good thing. That's like what you're going for is real, realism. But there's actually a lot going on there. We yeah. replaced all the lights in the ceiling of the elevator. We had to have a marine battery and an inverter in order to run everything. We had to gaff the the number on the front of the elevator because it said like- Care or something. Yeah, it was some in the sort of medical And we wanted to read as a, as a business yeah. elevator. Uh, and then we had, we had two 800s, a couple Kinos. <laughs> Dolly, I mean, it just yeah. it got crazy. So, but it was fun, man. And we had a lot. Of, we had a we had a good time doing it. Uh, we yeah. never felt. I never felt rushed. I never. I don't think it no, was. That's scheduling, man. We had yeah. we had plenty of time to finesse everything. And uh, Sarah just took care of us, man. We had yeah the best crafty and food and lunches and <laughs> and I got my request every shoot. I request cherry nibs. You got them. And I got them. You got if you nibs. don't know what nibs are, look it up. Twizzlers. Pretty awesome, right? There's chunks of Twizzler. Yeah, but they're not. They don't have holes in them, so they're dense. Mm. It's mu- it's a much better licorice. They're not twizzled. No, it's dense. So gotcha. it was fun, man. It was fun. So you tired? I'm. Yeah, I'm just kind of recovering. Yeah. Kind of. If I sound sleepy, it's because I am. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> talk about. Um. You know, I think the final the final cherry on top for this project for me was Wednesday, um, evening. I get an email from Adam Plyman yeah. over at Sound Images. And at this point, I hadn't heard anything yeah. musically, and I kept bugging him, Adam. I need, I need to hear these tracks. You know, I'm getting nervous. You know, <laughs> and he's like, "Not, it's not ready. 
It's not yeah. ready. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I'm not going to let you in too early. I'm not going to let you in too early. He kept, you know, saying all this stuff, and I'm and in the back of my mind, I'm going like, is he not letting me in early? Because he's protecting the creative, or is he not letting me early because he doesn't have the track? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes genius comes in the last minute, and uh, and I was like, "Come on, you're killing me!" So I in like we were actually on set, and he sends me the track, and I'm like listening to it through my like the speaker on my phone in my ear. I stepped away, and immediately was like whoa when you like, stepped on oh, set man. you had this look on your yeah. face i and you were just kind of shaking it. your head going yeah this is it yeah well it was this the first it. one i listened to and it was just it was right everything about yeah. it was right it just gave me the feeling that i that this spot needed uh-huh. and he had three tracks and they're all really good they're all really good but you know when you're doing a music selection for any spot like there's always going to be one that just it just hits. It mm-hmm. just feels right. It's just it's you feel like you're home. You feel like it's everything is right in the world. And then there's the other tracks which are like eh, eh, yeah, it could w- work, could work, could, yeah, could. But then there's the one, and and I, that was the one. And I immediately responded and called him. I was like, dude, this is the one. We kind of <laughs> talked through it, and so this morning, actually, before the podcast, I um I went in and and was just getting all the footage copied over and. Since we had the boards and it's you know it's not like it's cut itself. Yeah, it pretty much cut pretty quick. So I dropped the track in and I just got excited and and so we've got an assembly now and it just it feels right. Yeah, when I rolled up so, to your place this morning, I was I was walking back yeah. to your computer and you go no 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 stop <laughs> sit down just yeah pa- give me one second and uh, but anyway he, <laughs> he he killed it man he killed the track it's exactly what we wanted it's gonna yeah. have a choir on it uh, from the University of Cincinnati they have a choir it's gonna be on there um, it's. Gritty, it's hard hitting. If the client does not just good somehow, if they veto this track, I my heart will break, and I will. I don't know. I might give up. I might quit. No, no. Because that's how much I love it. It is perfect. Yeah, I mean it's absolutely perfect. But uh, yeah, man. So it's been fun. The process has been great. I I think you know if if you've enjoyed listening and kind of tagging along with this journey, uh, hopefully you've heard some cool stuff. Maybe you learned a few things, or Mm. maybe you're inspired about your next project. But I think the the biggest takeaways for me are again pre production, pre production. Um, Do do it right. Do your planning. Do your creative. Do your scripting. All that stuff, and everything else just falls into place. Yeah, and have a good client that allows you to, you know. Take it where it needs to go. Yeah. And don't be afraid to um, try something different. We tried a lot of different things. So <laughs> That said, uh, it's been great. Yeah. Man. Now it's off to finalize your sound, your voiceover. Goes to color grade. Yeah. We'll come out with a polished spot. That's how it's done, folks. It is. That's how it's done. Well, enough about us. <laughs> what about other people's stuff that you've been watching? Um, well, I... Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed this little indie film. I tweeted about it called Band of Robbers. Yeah. Uh, I think Adam Nee's the director, and it's just a lot of fun, man. Mm. I highly recommend it. If you if you guys are looking for a fun little indie film. Is it about robbers? No, it's it's kind of, well, the, the main characters are uh, Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer. That, I mean, they're not, they're not, they're just two dudes, but that's kind of their names in the, in the, in the movie. Yeah. And they find themselves in the midst of this heist situation that's really funny. Hmm. And it's, it's pretty quirky. It's like a, I don't know, man, I don't want to compare it to, to too much, but it's a, it's a, it's got a little Napoleon Dynamite in it. 
but it also has a little like I don't know. It's quirky. Is yeah, what you're it's saying. quirky. Yes, right. Napoleon Dynamite was a bad reference, but it's it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quirky and it's good. Interesting. So that that's been good. Um, still watching the path and loving every bit of it, and I'm obsessed yeah, with Miss. Keep up. Yeah, obsessed with Mr. <laughs> Robot. Mr. Robot's really good. Highly recommend that. Um, I was late to the party on that, but it's really good. I've yet to open um, the door to the party on that. Yeah. One. <laughs> so. And then, uh, you know, just Docs, you know, watching Docs, watched great one, Requiem for the American Dream with uh, Noam Chomsky. Uh-huh. Um, really insightful. It's like a big, it's like an hour-long explainer video on the on the U.S. economy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good. And just with the kids, been watching uh, Africa, David Attenborough. Yeah. He's got, who did, I guess he did Planet Earth, but he did one that's no just on Africa. Animated Penguins. Uh, well, this one's all like monkeys and stuff. It's pretty awesome. There's I mean, one scene where there's these like crickets or cockroaches that eat this baby bird. They dude. climb into the nest and eat the bird. Sounds terrifying. It's awesome. Huh. So what about something. you? What are you watching? At our house, we've been deep into Veep. Oh, okay. I don't H- know if you've HBO, seen that. right? Yeah, it's I've on HBO. A, yeah, it's, we watched a couple episodes. Oh, it's fantastic. It's the vice president um, and her kind of striving to become... The president and her battles with sure. you know, members of Congress, but it's it. a comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, absolutely. It's very adult and it's not for children. No, and we love everything about it. We just can't get enough. <laughs> um, what else? Any movies? I, any movies? We recently? went and saw Jungle Book. Yeah, how was that? Because it's all green screen, right? It's all green screen. Because hey, I like John. Uh, here's the thing, I. I like John. I can't never say his last name. Favreau. Favreau. I like him. Um, well, first off, Swingers. Yeah. And Chef. Good. Everything else he's done. Yeah. Really? Iron Man. Come on. It was great. It's fantastic. Horrible. It's one of the best movies ever made. Keep going. Um. <laughs> so we went and saw Jungle Book. It's all green screen or blue screen. Yeah. Uh, and it was good. It was entertaining. I got a little bored in the middle. Yeah. It was a little long for me because yeah. the original animated Jungle Book was like 30 minutes long or something. Right. Well, I mean. It was all songs yeah. and it was very yeah. This one's a little more dark. Very dark. But it yeah. was good. I mean, you have uh, Christopher Walken playing sure. a giant ape. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson as a snake. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's good. But the crazy thing, like the only real part of it was the kid. Was he good? He was okay. He's all right. I mean, he's a child actor. You sure. know, there's there's some- yeah, but ch- some child actors just win. Yeah, like the girl from Beast of Southern Wild. Yeah, wow. This guy looked like a Mowgli. I mean, he was sure. he was good for visually. Um, I'm not really selling this too well. No, it's <laughs> the trailer made it. The trailer made it look like that movie Pie with the kid Life and the tiger. Pie. Yeah, kid it's, and the tiger. It's like that quality of visual effects, maybe better, probably better. Huh. You'll, I mean, you're, sounds like I don't want to watch your it. Your mind will be blown. Yeah, you don't like green screen <laughs> stuff, but uh, it's a technical feat. Like they should be proud of what they. <laughs> no one, no one ever is going to see this because of what you're yeah, saying right now. It's uh, you'll come out depressed. <laughs> and, no, it's a good technical feat. Like good, nice. good job. Nice. That's good. Applaud you. I like that. Yeah. So speaking of uh, the ongoing superhero debate, the Twitter polls closed. Really? Yeah, and uh, the verdict is in. You want to hear it? Not really, because you seem too happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Team Alex, pro superhero. Yeah, forty-seven percent. That's cool. 
which puts the Team Brandon anti-hero fans at 53%, proving the point that more people agree superhero movies suck. Um, I'm going to call for a recount <laughs> and claim that this election is rigged. <laughs> Could be. BS. Could be. Yeah. So you what went it, on there and voted 10 times yourself, yeah, didn't uh, you? That, I did not. No, no, no. <laughs> So, uh, so clearly we talked about what we were working on. Oh, is there anything, man. anything uh, you're excited about? You know, anything moving forward or coming? I, uh, this is so it's like a stressful time right now, which is good because uh, I feel like this slow this show right now is so slow. It, well, I'm, I'm just kind of here, <laughs> yeah, like just soaking everything in. I don't know. It's been slow here in Cincinnati since like November, last November, work wise. Mm-hmm. For everybody. It's just been kind of off and on sluggish. and kind of sluggish. But now everything's rolling in and now it's uh, a lot of time management and what gigs can I do, should I do, mm-hmm. what can fit in. Yeah, it's kind of getting crazy. So as we're sitting here, you know, right before the show started, I'm like texting, putting people. an order yeah. into Midwest and checking my schedule and <laughs> it's getting nuts. So you're excited about business starting to boom. I'm excited about work and possibilities. I'm excited for this UC spot to get out there nice. in the world. And I, you got a new house, right? You're excited about. We are closing on a house June 24th. It is right now the 27th. Congrats, man. Of May. So yeah, in less than a month, we will be in a ho- in a home. That's cool. That we own. Awesome. And I will be making wood trim and table furniture and excellent repairing things that need fixed. That's great. What about you, man? What's coming up? Uh, you know, just excited to get this uh, this spot in the hopper, um, and we got some out cool of the hopper. Yeah, we got some cool stuff happening uh, back at the shop. Ryan's got a bunch of animations he's jamming on, and um, probably the the most fun thing uh, that I'm doing aside from work is just hanging out with the fam. We launched yeah. a new Instagram account. We're, yeah, you did. We are now an Insta fam. Because you, you, you turned me on to the families on YouTube. Yeah, I said but you I, could do I this. couldn't commit to that. So we launched an InstaFam. So yeah. we are the Ferris Wheels. The Ferris My last Wheels. name is Ferris, F A R I S. Yeah. And we said, look, we'll be the Ferris Wheels. So if you go to Instagram at the Ferris Wheels, that's yeah. where we're going to post the crazy fun with the Ferris family. I think so, you should drop the S personally. Nah, we like the we like the wheels. I think you should wear the Ferris wheels. wheel. So we got a we got a logo and everything. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Dude. We are uh, posting funny stuff our kids do. Um, we're gonna be going to Disney World in the fall. Mm-hmm. So leading up to it, we're gonna start posting um, songs, sort of Jimmy Fallon style with kids' instruments. Oh yeah, uh, where the whole family is gonna be singing some of the Disney classics. Wow. So this this we could be start good. With the this could be Book. good. Well, we got we got a couple we things. Start with the Jungle Book. The bare necessities of life. But it's fun. So we're having a good time with that and, you know, just cool. Just chill. Uh, You're about to be insta famous. Yeah, we'll see. This this weekend, I got a um, a little getaway. Me and the wife, we're having a, this is our uh, 14 year anniversary. Wow. Have a little staycation. So we're going to, it's amazing. Where are you going? 21C. Ooh. The museum hotel here in Cincinnati. This is a nice one. Where all the stars stay when they come into town. We actually looked at, or we talked about potentially using their elevator for the spot. But we didn't. But we didn't because it was gold. Yeah. And so yeah, man, it's just you know cool. right now life's good. Things are things are can't complain. Weather's great. It's awesome. It's a little muggy. Yeah. You can complain about that if you want. But overall, <laughs> things are good. Yeah. So, but uh, we got we got uh, we got some work to do though. Uh, people have been really loving this Cineo lighting giveaway. I know we've had a lot of entries. 
So uh, somebody's going to get it today. They're going to get it today. Yeah. So this episode is going to go live today uh-huh. because it's Friday. Yep. Um, and we will post on Twitter the winner of the Cineo Matchbox giveaway. Uh-huh. So that's awesome. So congrats to whoever won it. Congratulations to whoever won it. We have not drawn yet, uh, so we will do that. You'll know who it is on Twitter. And here's the thing. We want to thank all of our friends over at Cineo Lighting, CineoLighting.com. Check them out. first of all. They've been an awesome show partner for this month. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the giveaway for our listeners. Um, What a cool light. I'm actually looking into building a little, maybe building a little kit myself. Through Cineo? Maybe I'm looking at the Maverick and the Matchbox. Nice. I'm weighing. I'm weighing things. I just. I like the remote phosphor. I think it might be nice to have in the old on the old shelf. You want to dig into your uh, black box radiator? <laughs> yeah, I want to get my black box radiator revved up. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, thanks so much, Cineo. You guys are great. Yep. We've had uh, a fun month talking all about production cities. Uh, we were gonna have a friend from Chicago this week. We did New York. We did L.A. We did. Things got crazy. Schedules well, went nuts. We can we can say this. Yeah. That's where you went to school. That is true. That's where I started my career. Yeah. There you go. So there's a Chicago tie, regardless. <laughs> yeah. But we will bring you uh, some people from Chicago. We got some cool cool people that were lined up. It just didn't fall fall. It fell through because of uh, this week was nuts. Yeah. Schedules. Yeah. So it's like you can't when you get home at two in the morning, you can't exactly call yeah. someone up. Hey, yeah. so, come on show tomorrow. But uh, anyway, uh, it's been great. It's been a great month. we got some cool stuff next month starting. We've got the guys from Whipster they're going to be on. They are the show partner for June. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Wyoming Whiskey is going to be a double feature whiskey. Uh, we're going to have an interview with them. I can't wait to taste that bourbon. Yeah, I'm excited. And um, we just got a lot coming. It's been a while since we've had a, a new bourbon on. I know. That's going to be fun. Well, cool. Thanks for listening, guys, and cheers. Uh, We can't wait to share this uh, spot we talked about today with you. And uh, as always, we'd love to hear from you guys. Shout out to us on Twitter, at FDB Podcast, Instagram, at FDB Podcast. Oh, yeah, and tune in to find out who won the Cineo Light. Cheers. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.